Warning, the podcast you're about to hear has a unique conservative perspective and may be politically incorrect, containing some controversy in its message. This episode may speak out against liberalism, socialism, the dark state, and religious organizations. It is possible that evil in politics, education, law, society, and religion will be discussed and exposed. However, we believe this podcast adds truth and value to a mature, disenfranchised audience who may be tired of apostate religions and wicked world systems. Listeners who are easily offended, overly sensitive, or have progressive leanings sympathetic to the topics we expose should be forewarned not to listen any further. We thank both those who choose to listen as well as those who choose not to listen. You've been warned. And now, let us get on with the show. Hello, here we are, the last Friday of 2017. It's Freedom Friday, the 29th of December, 2017. It's the last show of the year. It's hard to believe. What a crazy, what a crazy year. 2017 was off the hook, man, off the charts. I remember back in 2012, during the whole Mayan calendar thing, where the current age was to change and go into the 13th Baktun, you know, and then go back into a time of darkness. And it was the end of this 26,000 year period. And there was no more to look forward to, apparently, in this calendar. It had ended, but it would repeat this, this darkness. And I remember thinking, you know, I don't know, you know, if things remain reasonably the same, there's always evil, there's always crime, there's always, you know, false religions and antichrist philosophies. If pretty much everything stays the same, eh, it's going to have to exponentially get worse for me to kind of believe that we're in a time of darkness. And sure enough, boy, it didn't take long to see the upcoming years. It just gets worse and worse and 2017 is wow it's it's hard to imagine that we're going to be able to beat it and i don't know how long and how far it's gonna go but boy i mean there's so much that we could talk about this last year so much in the realm of politics in the realm of catastrophes in the realm of technology uh Artificial intelligence really boomed this year. Robots really boomed this year. The control, the the spying, the Illuminati, the Satanists, the upfront, in your face, occultic, satanic worship. Unbelievable. The hate. Oh, the division. The just the psychoness. If that's not even a word, but the psychotic behavior of mankind it was just unbelievable. So on this last show, I'm just going to go through the year of disaster of 2017. And we're just going to focus on one thing. And we're going to focus on the natural disasters because we can spend six months talking about politics and stupid celebrities and trends all day long. But I want to talk about something we can really look at and go, yeah, that happened. That's real. Um, 
because I'm not so sure a lot of that stuff is the other stuff is real or manufactured. You know what I mean? But this we can say, yeah, this is real. So let me start off with this. I'm going to start off with, if you will, go with me to Romans, the book of Romans chapter eight. And I'm going to start with the verse 19 because the apostle Paul is talking about the future glory that followers of Christ, the believers in the son of God will have with him if they're willing to go through the suffering with him. That's, that's the stipulation, by the way. And, and it's, it's big. In verse 18, he says, for I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not even worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. So there's suffering that is here. And I think you all feel that. You all know what that is. I mean, even if you're not personally affected and go, well, I'm not really suffering today. You just look around or you read the headlines or God forbid you turn on the news or maybe even listen to a show like this where we talk about a lot of things and you just go, wow. And you just, like, ah, this is horrible. You know, horrible place. Horrible place because we're in a fallen world, right? It's, uh, we've, we entered into a fallen state, like fallen angels ourselves, you know. But in verse 19, he says, for the earnest expectation of the creature or creation, right? That's us, all of creation, your dog, the tree in the backyard, the mountains, the sun, the wind, the waves. The earnest expectation of the creature waits or waiteth for the manifestation of the sons of God. That word manifestation is apocalyptus. It's the same word as the book of Revelation. It waits for the revelation of the sons of God. Think about that. The creation is waiting for us to be revealed. See, when we fell, when mankind fell in the garden, all creation was cursed. So all creation is affected by our fall. So it too is suffering along with us and waiting for that redemption. Like all of us, all of us are. And to think that we got through 2017 and we're still not redeemed yet in the sense of eternal glory is it's amazing to me because I just don't know how deep it, it's going to go. It's, um, it's disturbing. The, the trends and the path in which humanity has, has chosen to go. In verse 20, for the creature was made subject to vanity. The creature, or like I said, the creation, it's catesis. It's by implication, a building or creation creature, the ordinance, right? It was made subject to emptiness or vanity, not willingly, but by reason of him who hath subjected the same in hope. In other words, it didn't want to. It just was part of our fall. That's God's curse on, on the creation at the same time. And it also has hope in our hope. Because the creature itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. You get it? The creation itself, this earth itself. Now, this truly is 
biblical environmentalism, if you should say. It's not the phony environmentalism. This truly is real environmentalism. The, the environment, the nature, the, the creation itself, this earth is groaning to be delivered from its bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. In verse 22, it says, for we know that the whole creation groaneth, it groans and travails in pain together until now. Oh man, I mean, that word groan means to moan. It's a common calamity to moan together. And it's, it's in travail and pain until now. And in verse 23, and not only they, the, the creation, but ourselves also, we groan too, which we have the first fruits of the spirit. Even we ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting for the adoption to wit the redemption of our body. And we're saved in hope. Okay, so and, and he goes on. So it's a beautiful chapter. And that's what he's talking about. That hope we have, that hope of the resurrection where our bodies are delivered and made immortal and eternal. And we live in that perfect kingdom under a perfect, righteous, merciful God and get out of this place. It's a prison planet. It really is. And uh, even so, even nature knows that. So let's look at 2017, the year of disaster. And we're going to do that right after this commercial break. Hello, Kapow Radio Show listener. You came here to get assistance, knowledge, or perhaps to be part of a unique community that exposes evil. We thank you for your compassionate and strong prayers through the years. Since 2011, we have had over 370,000 listens to over 1,000 episodes of free Bible teaching and spiritual commentary. However, we are experiencing rising production costs within our podcast hosting platforms, free apps, online advertising, website hosting, and aging equipment. We continue to finance the cost in order to bring a unique biblical message to the listener free of charge. You can share in that work while expanding the message to new global audiences. Would you consider a small donation? Share because the world has become much darker and needs to hear truth. It only takes a minute by going to the desktop sites of kapowradioshow.com or fifthhookmedia.com and clicking the donate button. We thank you in advance for any small amount that is placed upon your heart and for joining us in the kingdom against powers of wickedness. All right, we're back. Now let's talk about that groaning because the scriptures are true. The scriptures are relevant and the scriptures will tell you what's going on. So we just read that the whole creation is like, come on, it's travailing in pain, you know? So let's look at the 2017, a year of disaster, because it was a devastating year. We had a lot of natural disasters. We had floods, we had wildfires, earthquakes. These things affected millions of people across the globe. 
it has been estimated that about $306 billion in total economic loss has occurred. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Global insured losses made it the third most expensive year in the insurance industry. So it was a bad year. I don't know what the other years were um, that took the first and second place. Now, here's what's interesting, because in this list, we don't really start to the middle of the year in June. (laughs) And it's kind of interesting. It was like really around the time that we had that solar eclipse here in America. And it may have nothing to do with it, but you could really start seeing a lot. Everything just started happening after that globally. So it starts in June. So the first you know, six months of the year, I know we had stuff, but this stuff was like heavy, heavy duty. So in China, in June and July, there was heavy duty flooding in China. And there was major flooding in southern and central China, and it affected more than 14 million people. Floods. If you want to see pictures of everything I'm talking about, just go to our Facebook page, Fifth Hook Media Facebook page, and look under this story. Uh, in fact, I have Romans 8 up as um, as a comment to this story about the, uh, the year in review. And you can actually see pictures of what I'm talking about. And it's incredible. Absolutely incredible. And then in August, we had Sierra Leone floods and landslides. Another flood that was just incredible. Like on August 14th, these landslides from from all the rain just struck Sierra Leone and more than a thousand people died and thousands more were left homeless. There was just landslides and flooding all around this capital city. It's incredible. Then here in the States, Hurricane Harvey occurred in August. And this hurricane was the strongest hurricane to hit the United States since 2005, and that was Hurricane Wilma. It was also the fiercest to strike Texas since 1961. And it had a total rainfall of 60 inches. And that was from August 24th to September 1st. Houston was flooded with more than 35 inches of rain. They say about 70% of Harris County, including Houston, was flooded by at least one and a half feet of water. It swamped more than 136,000 structures by the end of August. Incredible. If you've never seen the photos, the aerial photos of this, it's just, uh, you know, unbelievable the way that looked. In the same month, across the globe in India, There were floodwaters, same thing, floodwaters that were just unbelievable. More than 24 million people were affected. These were some of the worst floods to hit South uh, Asia in decades. Large areas of land were submerged. I mean, we're talking of the effect of millions of people, I mean, millions of people. Hurricane Irma, this happened in August and September. You see, it just, it just globally, it's like boom, 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 boom. 
one after another. Now, Hurricane Irma here in the States was the most intense Atlantic storm to hit the U.S. since Katrina in 2005. And this led to like all kinds of deaths, including 14 deaths at a nursing home in Hollywood, Florida. And then it crashed into Florida. It walloped islands, including Puerto Rico and Cuba. And they're still having trouble trying to regain. I mean, all these areas are. And then when this was going down, Mexico has this major, some major earthquakes happening there. It was incredible. I remember watching this and why, why Irma's going on in the news. Then they show these Mexican earthquakes. And it was like, wow. They had two earthquakes in September. The first one was September 7th. It registered an 8.2 and 98 people were killed and 1.5 million people were affected. That's a lot. And then they had a second earthquake there in Central America around Mexico City on September 19th. And that was a 7.1. 370 people died. 40 buildings collapsed. And it happened on the 32nd anniversary of a devastating Mexico City quake in 1985. That's weird, huh? The 32nd anniversary, it happens again. In September in Bangladesh, there was a monsoon. There was flooding once again everywhere. Hundreds of thousands fled into Bangladesh since late August during the outbreak of violence in Miramar's Rakhine State. And that's because of the Muslim fighting there. And the monsoons affected more than 40 million people across South Asia, including Bangladesh, India and Nepal. And then we're back in the States again with Hurricane Maria. That was September. And this, is, this was just weeks after Hurricane Irma. This hurricane delivered devastating second punch to Puerto Rico and the Virgin Islands and elsewhere. The storm wiped out Puerto Rico's power grid. Tens of thousands of people are still without electricity today. Yeah, that was a mess. Okay, then right on the heels of that, go all the way to the west coast of the United States, California. And you had Northern California wildfires in October. And this was Northern California. There were dozens of wildfires there. And it just ravaged thousands of acres across Northern California. 11 people died. And 1,500 commercial and residential buildings were destroyed. Absolutely unbelievable. You look at photos of this and it looks like uh, Hiroshima. It looks like an atomic bomb went off. And then in November, in Vietnam, they had a typhoon. And that typhoon killed scores of people. I don't know the exact number, but a lot of people. And it caused more than a billion dollars in damage. Billion dollars of damage. And then in November, 
Iran earthquake. The Iran earthquake. 7.3 magnitude. It killed more than 500 people. Wow. Also in the month of November, you had the Bali volcano. And there was a series of intense volcanic eruptions in Bali, Indonesia. Thousands were forced to evacuate. Airports were closed because of the volcanic ash. The last major eruption was back in 1963. So stuff was just happening. And then it brings us to this month, and it's still going on. This month, from the beginning of December all the way to its end, there's Southern California wildfires. Now the other part of California is on fire. And there was this massive Thomas fire in Southern California. It now ranks as the state's largest ever wildfire. The Thomas fire is the largest in California ever. And it burned more than 280,000 acres. That's 440 square miles. 444 square miles. That's nearly the size of New York City. And that broke out December 4th. And it's still going. It's still not totally contained. And that's just the major... That's just some of the major stuff. And what what I didn't even mention here is... There was fires in Montana this year. There was a huge fire up in Utah this year. And there was all kinds of other issues and floods and damage in other states just here here in the United States. You know, so these are just like the major things where like billions or millions of people were affected. Billions of dollars, you know, had to be, you know, insured. It's, It's quite... I mean, when you look at it in its entirety, it is quite alarming. And I don't think, you know, and of course, you know, you got these, you know, people, it's uh, global warming and climate change. It's that's not that that's 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 phony environmentalism. The real environmentalism is what I read to you. Because the creature itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. Because it was made subject to to this vanity, this depravity. It was made subject to this depravity because of us, not willingly. And it's the earnest expectation, earnest expectation. That means a persistent, anxious, it's anxious of the creation waits for the manifestations of the sons of God. So I say, how long, Lord? How long? How long before we see your your glorious return? You know? So let's look a little further at that because that is real environmentalism and that is why the earth is groaning that is why the earth is groaning it's because for our redemption of our bodies in Romans 8:23 i just read and not only they 
but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the spirit. That's Christ in us. Even we ourselves groan we, ah, within ourselves because we wait for the adoption to wit the redemption of our body. We want to be immortal to eternal. We want to go home. I know I do. I want to go home. I want to fulfill my time here as God wills for his purpose. And then when I'm done, I'm done. You know, I want to be pardoned. The play, it's not getting better here. It never will. It's supposed to just keep degrading. That's what sin does. In Luke chapter 20, 36, Jesus is talking about the angels in heaven. And it says, neither can they die anymore for they are equal unto the angels. Who, who is they? That's us, the resurrected Christ followers. And are the children of God being the children of the resurrection? That's our immortality. In Revelation 21, 7, he says, he that overcometh shall inherit all things and I will be his God and he shall be my son. So we have to suffer and we have to overcome and we have to make it on that bus when that bus comes. And it's difficult. It's difficult. And you're constantly looking for that, that bus to arrive so that you could step on board and get to your destination. But I leave you with this at the end of the year with the hope, with the hope that we have in Jesus Christ that at some point in his time, in his timing, we will be redeemed for we are saved by hope. But hope that is seen is not hope at all. You see, it's not hope at all. For what a man sees, why doth he yet hope for it? It's right there. But if we hope for that we see not, then do we with patience wait for it? Wait for it. And likewise, the Spirit also helps our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself makes intercession for us with groanings, which can't be uttered. For he that searcheth the heart knoweth what is in the man mind of the spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. All right, and I'll leave you with this. For we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called the called according to his purpose. So let's do that. Let's be part of the called according to his purpose and do what we have to do here and live it out and wait for his return. Because, you know, all of creation is, is, is counting on it. They're, they're pac it's patiently awaiting it. And I do believe what I just read to you in 2017 is part of the groanings of the travailing of the earth itself. All right, so good night, and we'll talk to you next year in 2018.